Am I bumping the screen? Sorry. Somebody put a thing in front of my face and I'm supposed to talk into it. That, that's what it's for. You, you can just lay there on it. That's I what it's for. I am literally yeah, laying right. on it. Is this too loud? I don't yes. know how to... Is it too loud? Oh, you finally clipped the line. Actually, you were doing good till the very last one. Uh, can I... I don't know if I can control your screen, but I can see it. And we're looking at the Hulu page of Son of Zorn. Yes, that's all there. What it, what is that? Uh, <laughs> I was we were talking about Ten Meadows in the earlier podcast. Oh, uh, okay. But that's like a show that had one season and that's it, right? Yes, it was spectacular. It was about a cartoon superhero who came from a a island somewhere in the Pacific. But he had like this son who was half cartoon and half human. From the waist up he was human, from the waist down he was cartoon. Okay. And, right? And uh, 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 Tim Meadows was his stepdad. That was basically the whole show. It was kind of, it was kind of awesome. From the waist down, he's actually uh, a uh, uh, half cartoon. And then the same guy who plays BoJack Horseman played Zorn. Will Arnett. Oh, Will Arnett is Zorn. Yes. Huh. Okay. This was All right. this was the connection that I had earlier. It was very weird for me. It was like, why is why is BoJack and so much like Zorn? So <laughs> it's white Yu-Gi-Oh, but starring Will Arnett. Sure. Right, y'all didn't watch Yu-Gi-Oh. <laughs> no, Never mind. I'm gonna have to say, don't know Yu-Gi-Oh. That was just you. Yu-Gi-Oh! Oh, this is the season finale, I guess. Well, oh, shit. Okay. Welcome to A Strange Exchange with Seth. And Lo. And, and Compy. Hey, gang. Hi. Yo. Thank you for running the computer and shit. And stuff. <laughs> it's cool. They're mine. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Well, okay. So if I look in my vicinity right now, I can count... At least 14 monitors. <laughs> They're I need, all yours. I need real estate. That sounds <laughs> And you've got plenty. So, uh, this is kind of the, the Halloween episode. <laughs> I can't believe this week is Halloween. Week. Wait, 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 wait. Do we got to talk spooky? Is that the no, rules? No, <laughs> you don't have to talk spooky, but that doesn't mean that I won't. Y'all, there's a haunt in this studio. There's lots of haunts. <laughs> Be prepared. Spooks and haunts galore. Here we are at the Strange Exchange. Sorry, a Strange Exchange. What's that then? Hello. <laughs> It, it has to be like a lowy, lower shakier though. Like it's a rattly. That just sounds like your boyfriend left you. Yeah, that is what most of them sound like. Anyway, continue. Odd oh, sound effects where I see necessary. Cause I'm yeah, what haunt. do we got? Do we have haunted sound effects? Ah, the haunted toilet that flushes for all eternity. I was wondering how long it lasted. 
Don't drop your keys. I think um, <laughs> as far as public domain music is concerned, I think you can play Takata and Fugue. Bless you. That's the... I don't think we need to play it. Takata and Fugue. Got it. It's a great song. I did not do it justice at all. Our intro track was Spooky and Fugy. <laughs> it's Takata and Fugue in D minor. Oh, that's what this thing is called. I always wondered what the name of this piece was. It's it's my whole life. You know, that's what I feel right now. That's in my brain pretty much constantly. But if that is public domain, I'll just loop it behind this whole halloween episode. I think it is. Everything Bach wrote is public domain. Fuck yeah. yeah. Pretty much. No, cool. I mean, not for him. <laughs> well, doesn't matter. He's All right, dead. Let's do some words and stuff because I am hungry. I have to go eat some food. I have a word. What? Nationalist. Yeah. Oh, yikes. What about them? Trump embraces nationalist title at Texas rally. Halloween on pause because shit's happening in the fucking government. Because what the fuck up. is this? Right. Um. Actually, honestly, I uh I deleted a lot of my social media this past week, so I haven't seen a lot of things um updating in my sphere except for um I joined Reddit. A, cut a, a couple of weeks ago. Yeah, that sounds like a bad idea. It's kind of a terrible idea, yeah. Reddit is mean. Yeah, Reddit is mean. I would not be there. Reddit is internet light. 4chan is mean. 4chan <laughs> is meaner. Yeah, Ur, for sure. Yeah. That doesn't mean Reddit is not mean because uh, in the like two weeks since I've posted shit, I have been called a cunt twice. Isn't that the license plate on your car? Cunt? Oh, I wish. Oh, C-U-A-H-N-T. <laughs> That's a personalized plate right there, isn't it? Every time you like cut somebody off in traffic, they'd be like, hey, uh, it says right there, cunt. I yeah, we know. know. I was warned. <laughs> I got a warning. It's right there on the license plate. What did I expect? You know? Yeah, so that sounds like a, a wild life on Reddit. Compi, what's been up in your life recently? What's wild? I have a very old wild life because it's Halloweeny. Halloweeny. Ah, uh, many many moons ago, I was in the uh, great state of France visiting this little city they have called Paris, and uh, I I am not a good speaker of the El Francais because uh, I learned to speak French at the University of Tennessee where, you know, parlez-vous Francais, y'all. And, and, and I uh, had very little success in Paris, but the first person that I met who actually gave me anything less than a hard time was this very slanty-faced, sideward-looking fellow with extremely gray skin and black hair. So French. He was a French dude. He was really French. We're on a train, and the first thing he tells me within... I am not lying to you. Within 10 minutes of talking with him, he tells me that he's like 180 years old, and he's a vampire. Okay. Okay. Sick, sick. Yeah, yeah. yeah there was yeah, no, like, yeah, wait yeah, yeah, and yeah, learn yeah, the yeah. story or anything. He just pretty much told me right away. Okay, so... I just met a vampire on the train to Paris. This should be good. So we get there, and 
he legit helped me get to my hotel and drop my shit off. And he's like, so what are you doing? I'm like, oh, I don't know. What are you doing? He's like, well, I'm going to go do some stuff. Okay, fine. So we went out. We had some dinner. After a while, we had a few drinks. And he showed me into the back of the restaurant we were in and down a stair into a wine cellar. And then in the corner of the wine cellar, he opened a door and took us down into what I came to learn were called the careers. The, the careers. The, That's where the, you work? The underground. Uh, right. It's a mine? The undergrounds of Paris are called the careers. And I had s- heard there were these tours you could see of the old places where they stored the bones and whatnot in Paris. Yeah, but, the catacombs, they're like, right? They're the catacombs. They're the touristy things. And they take you around the thing with like a guided guy with like, they got all lit up and it's got colors and it's fancy and you can take good selfies. And it's really nice. But this was none of that. This was like legit wet dirt everywhere with bones randomly sticking out of shit. And I ask about this and it's like this, the short version of the story is there were all of these massive cemeteries all over Paris and once they used up all the land, they didn't have cars yet. They didn't have freeways. So they said, well, let's just dig up all the bones and put houses there. So they literally dug up all the cemeteries. And as they dug them Great. up, they piled them into these underground caverns, the catacombs. And it went on for, I mean, we went for no less than a mile underground through just like randomness of piles of bones and crap. And eventually... We stopped at another random door, and he opens it up, and we go in, and we come out, and we're in a discotheque. Okay. And we stayed in this discotheque for I don't know how long. There was drugs involved. It may have gotten light outside. It may have not, because <laughs> we went back down into the career, back through no to another place, came out a completely different spot, and I'm like, where are we? He's like, well, your hotel is just around the corner there, and I'm going this way, and it's nice to see you, and I'll see you again. And I did see him three or four more times over the years, but uh, he called himself Valer. Can can we bring Valer the vampire on this podcast, please? I, I don't know where he is. It's been it's been <laughs> twenty five years since I've seen him. Uh, th- that's like a couple months for him, right? Should be right. <laughs> no, haven't been. It's been it's been a minute. So, if you're out there, hit me up. Uh, like uh, musicians loft. Sorry, at Musicians Loft on Instagram. That'll work. I'm going to be cocky here and be like, if you're a vampire, goddamn motherfucking prove it. (laughs) Okay. Sorry and Uh, shit. Yeah, okay. I'm here for it. Come bite my neck. It's cute. No way you want to live for thousands of years. I don't. I will kill myself. (laughs) Can you? Yeah, you can decapitate yourself and or stake yourself in the heart, I'm sure. I guess so, yeah. See, that was actually a rather interesting discussion. I was willing to sign on for this, and he was like, yeah, you, this is not a good really issue, not really all it's cracked up to be. I'm like, the whole I don't want to die thing is a big deal. We've been in possession of a vehicle recently, so we've been driving around, and it's... it's very uh, interesting. It's fucking October, so that yeah. means that people are decorating their shit for Halloween. Yes! 
And we've been noticing all of these like very large uh, spiderweb things that people like put on their roof and stake in their yard. And it's just this big spiderweb net. And uh, it, yeah, it looks cool, but uh, it doesn't look like real spiderweb, no, which is like my it's, specialty. It's so that's cute. why I'm like so nitpicky about and it. Also, you. Yeah, 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 you. So my job when we decorate for Halloween is to put up the spiderwebs. But I have uh, been very dissatisfied with the dollar store stuff so i i requested this year we upgrade to like the dollar 89 spider webs <laughs> so that's we what did. we're doing we're not doing as much spider webs per compy's request yay uh but you know we're spending a little bit more they're gonna look better so quality over quantity right that's what matters happy halloween folks yo no monster bases oh, oh. <laughs> Why did you bring the whole box in? Just, just in case you ask me, are you sure? Oh, is there another one in there? No, oh no, it's just a weird box. <laughs> like, hold, it's like it's an empty box, but it was definitely moving like there was something in it. Ooh, haunted box! Happy yes. Halloween episode. <laughs> you ready? Yeah. You drink out of a glass? Fancy. <laughs> Clink. So around the place we live, every uh, Halloween, they have this thing they call uh, trick... No, it's drink or treat. And I have a huge objection to this because it should be trick or drink. Right. Because either, either you give us a drink or we're going to give you a trick. That's how it works. Trick or treat, trick or drink. So You're selling drink sex for alcohol? No. no. no the, oh, not that kind the, of trick. The, the trick is the toilet paper and the trees and stuff oh, like right. that. So not turning tricks, but like pranking people yeah you have a whole different concept of halloween wait is that what you thought we got what happened on halloween it's like either you give me candy or fuck me you knock on people's <laughs> door and you give them an option do you want a trick or do i get a treat yeah that's what i'm saying do you want me to fuck you it or are you be. gonna give me candy please tell me that as a as a eight-year-old you didn't know that trick meant prostitute oh no, no no i grew up in a very different world but now that i'm an adult you know turning tricks ma'am do I have this whole thing wrong? Shit. I don't like the, the, the thought that it's drink or treat. It's like, what? I have to, you have to give you a drink or a treat? That seems kind of demanding. That's extortion. It should be, do what? you want a trick or you going to give me a beer? Actually, trick or treat is extortion, isn't it? Yes. Yeah. That's yeah. much more akin to extortion. Because <laughs> in this situation, it's like either I give you a drink or I give you something special you know like i give you a, a, a little toothbrush and some floss and a, an apple with a razor blade in it did anybody ever really do that no I don't it was an so. urban legend yeah. first of all well in the olden days razor blades were way different than they are now and they were little flimsy things and you actually could conceivably do that shove one yeah, in that's fucking weird. yeah but you would um, it's just the, the the notion that like i anybody would even talk about it it seems crazy why would you why would who, no that's Listen, bullshit. People yeah. have been fucked up since the beginning of time. Like so many, like, okay. So I'm like a big, for the thousandth time, I'm a big fan of true crime shit. <laughs> and like the amount of cases that I've heard of that like had tips come in uh, or confessions come in from like, just like random crazy fucks who just like wanted to fuck with the family of the victims or whatever is amazing. Like, the amount of people who want to inflict psychological damage on others by just spreading this false rumor shit is incredible. Like, yeah, people suck. Yeah, they just wanted to scare people. They were like, oh, you know what would fuck a lot of people up? I'm going to tell them that people are sneaking razor blades into their children's candy on Halloween. Like, 
Isn't shit, that isn't dude. that just kind of urban legends and ghost stories and all of that in shit general. in general? Kind of, but they, it's kind of fear-inducing. But but usually they have like morals, you know. It's like don't go out after dark or don't be bad. But like fuck, you're trick or treating. That's how superstition works. That's how all of the stuff like voodoo and everything. It's all it's all about you know people being afraid of what you do. It's actually coincidentally, that's what our president's doing right now. Making everybody afraid of the other people. Go out and vote or the Democrats are going to take away your babies. He is a fucking jack-o'-lantern with no light on inside, so. Oh, that's an insult to jack-o'-lanterns everywhere. I know. And I'm I will so not sorry. stand for it. <laughs> You're I'm sitting. Gonna go, wait, wait. Oh. oh. I will not stand for it. <laughs> You're right. <laughs> no, uh, I think that Donald Trump is more akin to uh, a jack-o'-lantern seven weeks past its prime. Oh, yeah. No, I didn't say this was a fresh one. Yeah, when it's already <laughs> soggy as fuck and, like, has, like, a... Um, he has little wisps of mold coming out the oh, top. Oh, not even little. It's mostly mold <laughs> at that point. That's what Donald Trump is. He's the moldy jack-o'-lantern on December 1st. That That, that is somebody, actually perfect. Yeah, this that somebody left on their porch that whole time and just did not bother <laughs> cleaning up. Anyway, Halloween. Hi, everyone. I love Halloween. Yeah. Uh, I'm actually, I'm, I'm kind of bummed. This year, we're not having a Halloween party. Um, nope. I decided it was in my best emotional interest to not host a Halloween party because it's a lot of planning. I have uh, imparted to you in the past my personal opinion that Halloween costumes can be anything, but they must be scary. Nope. Next. I think this is a point that's worth discussing. If it's if it's not scary, it's just dressing up, and that's a masquerade, which is not really Halloween at all. It, the whole point of the whole point of Halloween is that it's supposed to be, even if it's a little faux faux scary, it's still scary. You know. Yeah. I don't really have a bloody axe. Okay. So the the thing about Halloween is the whole point of it in the beginning was that people would put on disguises to fool, like the demons and devils that came out of hell. Um, because the veil was the thinnest on October 31st. So what, they dressed up like their neighbors? Like, you won't kill my neighbor because he's like a cool guy? No. For the most part, they did dress up as scary things to, uh, like, you know, deter the spirits. But as time went on, it became less about scaring the spirits away and just confusing them. And either way, it worked. You know, quote unquote, it worked. That that's right. that's what they felt about it. So like it, in the beginning, I failed it to was, see how princess fairy princesses scare away demons. Though I think they they're, they're going to be like, mm, free lunch, man. They don't scare away they demons. Confuse they confuse them. them. So the the demons that come out specifically to target you find a Disney princess Moana instead, and they're like, the fuck? I got a Logan Ford here. What the shit is this? Okay, I. Uh, uh, Got to move on to my next appointment. Yeah, it's a bureaucratic problem. It's organized. Hell is organized as fuck. Are you kidding yeah. me? That's what hell's for. Yeah. Like, going to hell is <laughs> sitting at a desk for the rest of eternity. Clink and motherfucking clink. Um, actually, <laughs> something I read in an article today. Um, somebody was talking about Beetlejuice. I'm going to drink really quick. So in Beetlejuice... Um, it's insinuated that Beetlejuice killed himself because uh, when they go into uh, the whatever office thing or whatever, um, the lady, the receptionist uh, has her wrists slit and she's just like, oh, you know, like I wouldn't be here if it wasn't for my silly mistake. One of the characters at some point, uh, the guy who initiates the seance in like the dinner scene in Beetlejuice 
He says like, oh, you know what becomes of people who commit suicide? They become public servants. And then they go to like some other person that's like a public servant or whatever. And uh, she says specifically that Beetlejuice used to be her assistant, which means that uh, he committed suicide. Hmm. And uh, apparently that's what happens with people. <laughs> you become a public servant if you commit suicide. So just don't do, don't do that. that. Happy Halloween. Happy Halloween. You'll become a worker at the spiritual DMV. If at least you have a job. Kill yourself. That's a horrible job. <laughs> Three squares. I would rather be in hell. That is that hell. That is hell. Yep. yep. There you go. See, what if you already work at the DMV now? Good night. Uh, it's like there's no there's yeah. nothing to live for. Uh, yeah, that's true. By the way, we love the people at the DMV. If we ever have to go in there, please don't hold this against us. We love you guys. We know it's a hard job. Do you think the people of the DMV are listening to our podcast on their break? They're the only ones who are. <laughs> oh, that's not true. Carol Ann listens to this, so I'm going to shout you out. Hey, Carol Ann. Hi. Hi, Carol Ann. Guess what? I know you listen to this, and I love you. I love, I love you, you, Carol Ann. Shout out to Carol Ann, our one fan. Shout out to Carol Ann, our number one fan. Shout out to Carol Ann, our number one fan. Yeah, yeah. I'm just practicing for my next set at the airliner. <laughs> we are we are doing that. That is our next show. That is our next show. It's on... 11-11. 11, 11. 11, 11. Come by. Come to our next show. Yeah. At the airliner. Musicians Loft Live 5. With Morgan Roger. And friends. Funny friends. I'm going to be accompanying Stosh Maycheck in his spoken word performance. Ooh, Ooh nice. That's cool. Oh, I like that. I will also... Uh, I think I'm going to reprise my westerns as well. Yeah. Yeah. So we got westerns and some guitar accompaniment to some uh, spoken word. We've got uh, me and my friend Cleo in our ukulele duo. I'm excited. We're doing a cover of uh, Use Somebody by Kings of Leon instead of Sea of Love. We're going to have Jason Halogen and the chart-topping singles. We're going to have Moody Slew. We're going to have Tris Lucas. Myself and Andrew Hawk will be... Uh, setting the the rhythm section for the house band Twelve Eyes. Oh, also uh, uh, Stefan Wanagatunga's band uh, Series Clone will be there. Series Clone is playing too. That sounds like a uh, uh, oh shit! What's the fucking band name? Natalie is freezing. <laughs> yeah, they would definitely open for Natalie is freezing. Give her a blanket. <laughs> <laughs> oh, circle back to BoJack always. Ooh, Circle Back to Bojack is a really good song title. Musicians Loft Live 5. With Morgan Roger. And friends. It's at 2419 North Broadway, located just across the 5 freeway from downtown on Broadway. Really close to that ridiculous El Pollo Loco that clearly used to be a bank. Yeah, It's the only Italian Renaissance El Pollo Loco on earth. It's Hell inc- yeah. It's incredible. It's, it's impressive. I mean, really, honestly. Like, I'm glad that was my only experience. I feel like I can't go to any other El Pollo no, Loco because that was the first one I ever stepped foot into. Same. <laughs> we went in there together at the a show. The bar is way too high. It's amazing. <laughs> Cannot ever go to another El Pollo Loco. So sorry, y'all. You dropped the fucking that ball. That was it. It's amazing. Anyway, back to Halloween. So, uh, what are we doing for Halloween this year, guys? We are going to Booby Trap. Yeah, it's going to be so much fun. Is it a costume event? um, Like, is everyone going in costume? Is that what's expected of us? I'm going to show up in costume. I mean, it is Halloween, so it makes sense. And then Um, we're going to WeHo afterwards, right? And then WeHo. Doing the the whole thing. We'll be in Hollywood. 
So in the spirit of Halloween, I'm going to tell you guys a ghost story. So when I was a child, I lived in um, this cool like brick apartment building in Chicago. So we lived in this apartment complex and we lived on the first floor on the right. So basically like you walked in and you went to the right down like a tiny hallway and there was like a big living area with like bay windows and stuff. And then down the hallway, you had a linen closet and a bathroom across from each other. So when we were kids, uh, my mom and my stepmom both worked nights mm. for the most part. So we had babysitters a lot. And uh, there was one specific instance that I remember as a kid where uh, my babysitter at the time, Jessica, she was you know, watching us at night and she put us to bed and she was going to the bathroom, but she had the door open. And uh, as she had this door open, the linen closet, which was right across the hallway, started to creak open. Yike. To her account, this little girl walked out in this white nightgown. And uh, she had long blonde hair. And the big thing that Jessica re could remember was like, she didn't have eyes. Mm -hmm. Like, it was just like this big, like black hole on her fucking face. And uh, she just sat there paralyzed and like looked at the girl. And apparently the girl kind of just like laughed a little bit and then slowly walked backwards back mm -hmm. into the mm -hmm. fucking closet and closed no the way. door. I'm getting chills. I'm like, uncomfy right okay so and then jessica just like calls my parents and she's like fuck no fuck this fuck this fuck the fuck out of this like i'm done nope uh i don't think she ever babysat for us ever again <clears throat> fair i wouldn't but the weird thing is about that is my my parents and kind of my own experience and my twins experiences like all kind of added up to that as well like yeah. my parents talked often about like walking up and down the hallway at night and stuff and hearing like a little girl crying mm -hmm. and again we lived in this apartment until i was like eight years old tops i think yeah they would hear this crying and would you know like come in and check on me and my twin nothing mm -hmm. the room would be silent we would be sound asleep they would close the door and walk back into their room and they would hear the same thing just this crying and they noticed that it stopped when they walked past the linen closet. In legend around my neighborhood was the fact that, like, in the early 1900s, that uh, a little girl was, like, chained to a fucking radiator that used to be in that linen closet and, like, was, you know, killed or whatever. And that was her whole thing was she yeah. was just, like, hanging around the apartment, like, trying to figure shit out. And uh, scarred me as a child. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah. <laughs> Terrified the fuck out of me. Never went near that linen closet. No, but uh, our cat really liked it. Hmm. He would go in there and I noticed on multiple occasions the doors opening and closing of their own volition. Like, I mean, seriously, like just every so often my cat would sit outside of it and just wait. He wouldn't meow. Nothing. He would just wait. wait. And then the door would click open. And he would walk in and a couple of seconds later it would click back closed great on multiple times i witnessed this happening it was fucked up yeah do not like <laughs> do not suggest one out of ten do not recommend uh so a halloween advice that i want to give to people don't 
accept apples as a trick or treat treat that's yeah. not a treat give them a trick literally throw them back at their face i have i have one if you're doing the uh the uh bag full of turds on the doorbell trick actually make sure they're home before you light it otherwise it's just a waste or you might burn their house down oh there's that too but it is also actually waste waste. (laughs) um (laughs) hey i'm gonna give the politically correct warning here don't appropriate other cultures don't be insensitive hey megan kelly blackface is bad don't do that fyi but she said when it was when she was a kid it was okay yeah don't be megan kelly this Halloween. Okay. No. Just don't be Megan Kelly ever. ever. It's, it's 2018. <laughs> you know better. Just one last piece of advice. Do not eat the Halloween hamburgers. Have you seen these things? Oh, the Burger From Burger King, King, King They have green buns and yeah, shit. Yeah, they, oh, they make terrifying. people shit weird. It's Why just... do they keep doing that? Oh, Why no, are they no. trying to make pretty patties happen? Yeah, okay, really? we already know they don't work. <laughs> they turn your tongue's colors. Next. Um, this, and your shits. Next. This Burger King hamburger apparently literally imposes a 3.5 time likeliness of uh having nightmares so uh we are doing a lot of stuff so we are only going to be around once a month we're just gonna spread it out a little bit check in every once in a while and uh post that yeah i think it's i think it's for the best uh for the sake of quality for the sake of quantity yeah, yeah. As we saw when we took that sporadic break last the, a couple of weeks ago. Yeah. We needed, we were busy. Well, and for what it's worth, you deserve kudos. You did. Totally. You have produced a large body of work over the last four months, every week, and it's been almost without interruption. <laughs> Very close. It's been really good. So, you know, for your first season, you've learned a lot. You've great, you've made a lot. And lots of shit happened in yeah. that time. Wait, wait. <laughs> Um, hi, um, hi, yeah, uh, first time caller, uh, long time listener. Um, yeah, I just wanted to let you know that Saf is my favorite part of the Strange Exchange. Oh, Strange Exchange. There's no way you can tell that this is low. Um, anyway, I just wanted to congratulate Saf specifically because he's such a good editor. He just, like, makes things so seamless and easy to access and the titles are just so good that I don't even know what to do with myself. I just, I look forward to every week, every update and um, I'm really excited to look forward to once a month because I know that the episode is just going to be so good. It's going to be like the cream of the crap. <laughs> Thank it's you. It's going to be delightful and um, love you guys. Love the show. Uh, yeah, love you guys. Thanks, Caroline. You're welcome. <laughs> wow, thanks, Carolyn. That was really nice of you. Love ya. You were so great. Um, that's my best friend from Arizona. She's really, really kind. Anyway, so um, yeah, we'll we'll see you in the next month. Yeah. And we'll have lots and lots of updates for you. So this was a strange exchange with Seth and Lou and Compy. Thanks, everybody. Don't forget, this is brought to you by Musicians Loft Studios. That's at mu- Loft Musicians on instagram we're not even on instagram but we are on twitter at seth and low pod yell at us if you want to hear more from us and then pay us but you know (laughs) my lovely co-host here lover of halloween and all things spoopy i'm low and you can find me on all social media at littlefoot low and this is my 
eerie co-host Seth. <laughs> Tweet me at Seth seven one two three. Thanks. And uh, to all of you guys, we will be back on November nineteenth. Yeah. We'll be back on November 19th with a recap of some what's been going on. Season two, episode one. Season yeah, two. This is the end of the first season. We did 17. <laughs> yeah. Uh, 17.5, I guess. <laughs> that's, that's better than a lot of shows getting their first season. That's thank true. you. So, thank you so much for the people who joined us this uh, this whole time, uh, who listened to our bullshit, who listened to me weep multiple times on, on recording. Yeah. That's exciting. Um, thank you for uh, participating, for commenting, for following. Thank you to Bonnie Hensley Mitchell for mm, doing, doing our, our artwork. And keeping it up to date. Please go check her out. Her Instagram is at Boo Draws Bones. Um, she's super, super Amazing. fantastic. She takes commission. Definitely go check her out and uh, give her your support. It would mean the world. Yes. And if you haven't heard the episodes with uh, guests in them, we have a couple of those. Uh, I believe episode seven is with Anna, our friend Anna, Anna who we've known Anna from. Lori. Anna Lori. Yeah. Anna Lori. Anna Lori. Anna Lori. Amazing. That was a, a wonderful time. We had so much fun. At, at Anna Train. At nope. Anna. Yeah. Anna Lori on, on Instagram. A-N-N-A-L-O-R-E. Anna underscore train on the Twitters. Anna Train on Twitter. Okay. And then the other guests that we had. We also had Morgan Roger, our friend who uh, is also our comedy guru. She's going to be running comedy at the front of the show again. On 11-11. Up at the airliner on 11-11. She'll uh, have a great group of people. Some of them are return guests and I'm so yeah. excited. I oh, love, me too. I love the people that she's bringing together. It's Ugh. great. Come yeah. by. Tickets uh, available on musiciansloft.com, yes? Yes, indeed. Cool. They are 10 bucks at the door, but $5 in advance. So feel free to go to musiciansloft.com and get yourself some seats. Musicians Loft Live 5. Live 5. Don't miss it. So uh, on that, I'm going to wrap it up because I got a tinkle. Yep. That's a great way to say it. You're welcome. <laughs> Amazing. So see you guys in a couple of weeks. So we'll be back later. And uh, thanks for sticking around. And we, we appreciate it. We cheers. love you and cheers. Have a safe Halloween. Yes. Have a safe Halloween. Cheers. Clink. Thank you very much. We'll see you on November 19th. Bye.